Hey everybody, welcome back to Linger Longer. We took a couple week hiatus, but now we are back in 2024 and Woo. it's good to be here. It's me, Pastor David with Pastor Jay, Poole, and Kevin. And we're here to discuss yesterday, which was our first Sunday in 2024, also Epiphany of the Lord Sunday, um, full services with communion and uh, prayers and liturgy and just Really good day all Absolutely. the way around. Great crowds. Yeah. Great energy. Kevin, what stuck out to you yesterday? Well, I had two. Uh, one is a specific song that we did in Horizon that we'll we'll talk about in a little bit, um, but also the inclusion of the Wesley Covenant prayer. Um, we used it uh, in Horizon right after the um, the end of communion and same spot same in, in, in Beacon, um, and it was. Just the words are so good that it was still like resonating with me like hours after service was over. Um, yeah, so I just thought that was a really cool uh, piece and one that we haven't done at least mm -hmm. since I've been around. Um, it was it was really it was just good a good thing to include. I really loved it. So, Paul. Well, it's good to have the chance to climb back. We had them back in ten forty five and. Um, the Cornerstone Ensemble will be back in worship next week for the 8.30. But um, going back to what um, Kevin was saying about the Wesley Covenant prayer, um, for our communion music which preceded that prayer, we sang uh, a hymn by Charles Wesley, uh, Come Sinners to the Gospel Feast, which is a great communal hymn, but I thought that led nicely into that prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a good sort of president for that kind of thing. Nice. That it's always good when you get Wesley, mm -hmm. Wesley, back, back yes. to back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Jay? Uh, you know, it, it's interesting. At 8.30 at the Ascension service, we're bringing to culmination this hope beyond words theme. And I, I really felt that hopefulness coming out of uh, our Advent Christmas season. And so uh, as I looked out there, I looked out and saw two people who had had uh, cardiac procedures in the last 10 days. I saw a person who'd lost his spouse suddenly to a heart attack this year uh, during a transition. I, I saw uh, people who had come out of the hospital recently and, and realized that there were still some very wounded people mm. in the congregation, uh, one who's uh, in the early stages of uh, uh, radi uh, chemotherapy treatments for cancer mm. and and you look out there and and yet there was this pervasive sense of hope yeah. even at the early service among yeah. this group smaller group of people which had an inordinate amount of people who'd gone through some challenging times yeah. here of late and then at the late service it was it was this sort of uh, sense of just the buzz that was happening, uh, we barely got the acolytes in to light the candles because people were visiting mm -hmm. in, in the aisles. And, 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 and there was just this, this continued energy that often lags in the aftermath of Christmas yeah. that uh, was still felt in the congregation. It was just, yeah. it, 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 it was those externals that really touched me this week. Mm -hmm. yeah. mm -hmm. uh, for me, it was in Horizon, um, interaction between people kind of talk about that mm -hmm. that continued buzz uh, and particularly during the sermon i asked people to turn to their neighbors and just be expressive like i would mm -hmm. say 
I throw out emotions like happiness and joy mm-hmm. and anger, and just to see them interact and have fun with each other mm-hmm. in a worship setting. And mm-hmm. I mean, at times, kind of be goofy, and then, but we don't we don't do that a lot, you know. Mm-hmm. Like when we think about church, mm-hmm. we, we come together and we're here and we're serious and we're we're gonna <laughs> sing the songs and pray the prayers and hear the mm-hmm. word. Um, but giving people a chance to interact with each other in the midst of the sermon, not mm-hmm. just on the bookends, mm-hmm. or in the midst of the worship experience, not just on the bookends. Uh, I really enjoyed that. That was fun. Um, and then in Beacon, uh, I really, I don't know what it is about in communion with intention, where we mm-hmm. take the piece and then dip it into the cup, all and take all as one. I feel like you get to be closer with people. It's an intimacy that happens yeah. there. You really feel that connection. Yeah. And I, and I think especially like on my side, because we didn't have the rail, so I even felt like we were closer. Mm-hmm. You know, really. And so, yeah, kind of like what you're saying. Like, there's just, there's a good feeling after mm-hmm. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like, we haven't lost anything. We're still mm-hmm. trending up where we're still mm-hmm. there's a good energy in the space mm-hmm. um, and you just felt that mm-hmm. in all the services mm-hmm. yesterday um, as great as yesterday was it was epiphany it was kickoff Sunday for 2024 but we can't include every little detail we want in these services otherwise we'd be here for days um, <laughs> and that's only for us not for y'all uh, so Paul what well, what got left out for you yesterday? Well, um, the choir was getting back for the first week, so we didn't sing in Hampton as such, so we sometimes we sometimes don't. But the way the Christmas worked this year, um, the choir didn't sing in Hampton, so obviously I missed them sing, not singing in Hampton there. Mm-hmm. But we certainly made up with it with the, the hymns for that Sunday, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin? Um, so in Horizon, usually on Communion Sundays, the song that we do during Communion um the band kind of finds like a loop point so that we can make sure that we all end singing together um this time uh to include the covenant prayer in a natural spot where it needed Mm -hmm. to go we actually didn't do that we ended the song and then we did a song at the end of Mm -hmm. after the prayer um so like our usual flow was a little bit different um but I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, it, it made service run a little bit long, but um, I, I really liked having a time where it's like communion was done, we prayed all together, and then and then we sang all together to end. Um, so our the flow was, I guess, the the order was the thing that got cut. Our usual flow. Yeah. And to tag on that, we we had the same amount of songs, but mm. we moved the intro song to the to the end yeah the end. and so then it became the conversation of is david going to remember that he's the that first i thing. am the first thing mm-hmm. usually at the end of the countdown we kick into a song and i get them all going but this time david had to get in there and it was like mm-hmm. last time he had to do this he forgot <laughs> but hey we made the change it worked it was good mm-hmm. jay yeah uh the Wesley Covenant prayer that you spoke of, and I, I do think it's a very powerful thing, mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful thing when you can kind of start the year with that sense of recommitment. Yeah. You know, all the kind of uh, you know New Year's resolution types mm-hmm. of things that usually fade very quickly. 
this sense of recommitment to our faith that's that's a part of that and the covenant relationship with God. But the covenant prayer we use is a very abbreviated and abridged <laughs> one from the original one that Wesley uh, wrote. And, and that one, uh, as powerful as this is, it just hits you like a ton of bricks when mm, you yeah. start to really think, what was the expectation of commitment within those early followers of the mm. Christian way and the Wesleyan tradition? It was, uh, <laughs> it was not mm. an easy road yeah. uh, that, that was there. I, I think the other thing that uh, in the sermon, because there, you know, it's Communion Sunday, and again, we're trying to wrap up a series and, and so forth, I really was wanting to go into a lot more about the sense of epiphany and how we have sort of a colloquial kind of understanding of, oh, uh, a, a sort of a enlightenment moment. Yeah. But, but the idea of an encounter with God, and you know, people say, well, God came into the world through Jesus at his birth, but it was in this sense of the recognition of how the world came to know that encounter yeah. was an epiphany that now was not for a select people in a select place, but for the world. Mm. And, and that's really, a big part of our call is to make sure that that continues to reverberate yeah. uh, years later and in a world that seems much smaller and yet is divided in such significant ways. Mm, yeah. So um, not being able to really get into that as much as I wanted to felt like I had to cut it at the cutting room floor. Yeah. So a couple follow-ups to that. First, have you ever been involved in a service where you've done the whole Wesley Covenant prayer. I did. And, and, <laughs> and, and, and you know, it is it is a heavy, heavy yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I did that. I've, I can only remember one instance of it. And it was, uh, I think it was actually like a, a preacher's gathering type of thing. Oh, like Like they cool. did it at an annual conference type yeah. of thing. And, and, and I got to tell you something. You got to almost prepare yourself for yeah. that. Because it is, uh, it's incredible the way in which Wesley did not cut any corners with mm -hmm. regards to what does it mean to give yourself to God. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that that's a commitment that all Christians make, not just pastors, yeah. not just, uh, you know, uh, people who work on church staffs. But <laughs> we say God is most important in our lives. And whatever that means, we're going to accept it joyfully. Uh, it's sort of like in those vows when you take marriage and everyone says, for richer and poorer, you know, <laughs> in sickness and in health, you know. <laughs> it's like, we'll take that, but we really want the one versus yeah. the other. And, and when you start to say, take everything from me, yeah, you know, leaving with nothing, that's a pretty powerful statement. Yeah. And you better be able to back that up yeah. if you're going to say it. You know. Wow. But the, yeah, it's it's pretty strong. You know, there's a whole uh, covenant service mm -hmm. that has the covenant prayer wound in it that mm -hmm. uh, is in the book of worship mm -hmm. and uh, is available. But I wonder how many subscribers there are to that on an annual basis. Mm -hmm. It would be a lot, I think, on an annual <laughs> yeah. basis. I mean, you hear about high commitment Christianity, yeah. but when you start to say, it, it almost feels like somebody who is entering a convent or an order yeah. mm -hmm. of a monastery, it's that kind of, all right, everything I have is yours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you have my bank accounts, you have my car keys, you, uh -huh. you, you, and, and, you know, usually people are pretty, uh, 
close to the vest <laughs> when it comes to those things that we believe is ours. Mm -hmm. uh, we say everything yeah. is yours, God. Wow, that's big stuff. Yeah. Mm. Maybe we do need to break that out sometime. <laughs> uh, for me, it was um, kind of the backstory to Epiphany. Like, mm -hmm. there's so many details as to like the why. Like, why is it 12 days? Why mm -hmm. is it like there's so much factual, historical stuff mm -hmm. that you can talk about, and then you can kind of separate um, the facts from the lore. Mm -hmm. Like. We have this idea that it's three wise men, or right. three magi, or three kings. Mm -hmm. There's you no know, mention of the number. Yeah, there's no mention of the number. Mm -hmm. There's no mention of exactly who these people mm -hmm. are. Um, and there's really no mention of even an exact timeline. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't know the exact circumstances where these travelers mm -hmm. have gone to... Uh, Bethlehem to see Jesus. Mm -hmm. like we, we don't. Right. We don't know. And so I think I read a lot on it, and so I have a mm -hmm. catalog now of the the history of the event. But I didn't feel like yesterday's sermon was the place to yeah, unpack all. That. Yeah, because I mean that's what it would be. It would mm -hmm. be 15 minutes of uh, unpacking. I think mm -hmm. interesting things, mm -hmm. but probably not what people need to well, hear. Well, even the current celebration of Epiphany, uh, you know, I just made, threw a little tidbit out that in many parts, in, in several parts of the world, Epiphany is where the great celebration takes mm -hmm. place. That's where mm -hmm. the gifts are exchanged yeah. everything because that's when the gifts were brought, you know, to Jesus. This is yeah. that whole concept mm -hmm. of how that tied in. And that there are still places that really Epiphany is Christmas morning. Mm -hmm. uh, in the way in which we celebrate it in, in the United States. Yeah. Well, we actually have something that we do as a family every year. It's a little children's book that has a nativity scene that goes with it, and it's called The Star from Afar. Mm -hmm. And every day of Advent, we take the star and we hide it somewhere, mm -hmm. and then the girls take the wise men and put them with the star that day. Mm -hmm. But we've talked about, now that we've kind of unpacked Epiphany a little bit, not doing that during Advent next year, but during starting Christmas. it during the actual mm. Christmas mm. season because that would be more mm -hmm. accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. There are cool churches stuff. that have some interesting uh, things. At Missouri City, at least when the one pastor was there, they would take their large nativity that they had in, in the sanctuary and they would move the wise men throughout during the mm. Advent season and, oh, that's cool. and, bring it, and only bring them in during... Yeah. Um, that huh. so you know that, that was kind of so it would be in the garden one day yeah. or it would be over in an office area or something like this and they would just move it around mm. as a part of their sort of uh, where the magi you know yeah. kind of thing. Like that. so uh, I cool. it, there's some really interesting things that can be done as a as a part of this to really bring that in i mean we always see those nativity scenes as though it's all together on one night and right. <laughs> and, and, and there's a lot of coming in and delays and yeah. other movements that are there i mean let's face it the baby jesus shouldn't be there till right christmas right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't often see an empty uh right. you yeah. know manger there but yeah. and it's the same thing with like the shepherds like right. the shepherds should be yeah. there Christmas Eve, yes. or Christmas Day, yeah. when the baby gets there. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. very cool. Mm -hmm. Well, guys, 
You want to take us behind the music? Go for it. <laughs> okay, well, we, the two hymns we had for Communion Sunday, we, we had, um, the first song was There's a Song in the Air, which is a great carol. Yeah. Uh, it's the last throes of Christmas, really, kind yeah. of thing. And we, mm. we managed to get that one in. And I think we, during the Advent Christmas season, we, we've covered many of the carols mm. in our present hymnal. Uh, so that was good there. And then, of course, We Three Kings is, is everybody knows this hymn. Mm. And we sing it once a year, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it's got is one day. Uh, I suppose you can sing it, you know, you, during the, the Christmas. It is a Christmas carol, but it's really centered around the Epiphany yeah. message there. So that was interesting there. Um, and the early says we didn't have a choir. Uh, so I sang Thou Didst Leave Thy Throne, which is a beautiful hymn by Emily Elliott. Quite an old hymn, and it's not actually in our hit present hymnal. It was taken out of the 1966 hymnal and put in the faith we sing. So it is in the mm. faith we sing, 2100, if, if you want to look that one up. But, um, but it's a great hymn. Uh, the hymn tune is Margaret. It's named... Uh, that's the name of the tune there. It's just a really interesting hymn, and it's mm -hmm. and it's a it's a Christmas carol, but it does go into the Epiphany part. So it's a really interesting sort of transfer over between those two Sundays kind of things. So we 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 did that, and the words are in the the early um, the early bulletin there. So that's what we did this year, and of course then with the communion music we had the good good old Charles Wesley hymn, <laughs> of which we've got many in our hymnal still. Yeah. I'm happy to say, but there we go. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Um, for me, the, the song that I alluded to earlier was How He Loves, um, written by John Mark McMillan, but also David Crowder has a version, um, came out in 2005. It's one of those songs that I think it was one of the first that I ever like led in front of people. And, mm -hmm. um, so I have like nostalgic attachment to it, but like the words are just so good. Um. He's jealous for me, loves like a hurricane. I'm a tree bending beneath the weight of his wind and mercy. When all of a sudden I am unaware of these afflictions, eclipsed by glory, I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affections are for me. Oh, how he loves us. Um, so it was just one of those that like, I, I was really having a lovely time just in worship with that. But also, I've been listening to a lot of uh, an artist named Judah Akers. He just goes by Judah, um, his like artist name. Um, but there's a song called Just Because that I kind of like used it as like a little interlude kind of bit. Um, but like the in that song, he has a, a line that comes back over at the end of every like verse that is, he just loves you because he loves you because he loves you just because he does. And, and so I kind of like threw that in there and it was one of those that like, I was like, yep, this is the exact right thing that needs to be sung with this right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and so it was just a really cool like moment uh, in worship. And then to close uh, communion, we did a song called uh, High King of Heaven that was the melody of Be Thou My Vision, but had some mm -hmm. Advent-y, Christmas-y words. Mm. Um, and it goes into another song called Jesus We Love You. And then we were going to tag uh, that same phrase, but I was gonna flip it to we just love you because we love you because we love you. Um, mm -hmm. The reason we didn't was sometimes the timing is too perfect. <laughs> and we mm -hmm. ended the song, like we got to like where I was gonna do it and then um, communion finished like people were done and so Debbie started the Wesley Covenant prayer so we didn't get, get to do um, that part but I 
I just had a really, really fun time with, with singing How He Loves. And the the funny like joke with that song is in the later bridge, <laughs> it's, we are his portion and he is our prize, drawn to redemption by the grace in his eyes. If grace is an ocean, we're all sinking. So heaven meets earth like a, and then you can insert either sloppy wet kiss, <laughs> which is what the original was, or when David Crowder did it, he changed it to unforeseen. So it's not so weird for people mm. with to sing sloppy wet kiss. <laughs> um, so I sang unforeseen, but I think internally I'm starting to like sloppy wet kiss more. I just think mm. that that's a, like a very vivid image. Mm-hmm. Um, or I could just make everybody upset and sing moist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's one of the most detested words. Right. In our so, um, yeah, how he loves. We just lost our audience. I know. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We just signed we'll off see the horizon. <laughs> Don't worry, we're editing. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Um, um, you know, uh, something I wanted to insert. Uh, Katie having her cathartic longing for king cake yeah. you know I, I still have had a hard time associating king cake with the epiphany i i, I know that that's where the tradition began mm-hmm. but and she kept saying where are the king cakes in east texas mm-hmm. and i was going to tell her they'll show up in a month because people get their king cake here right before lent begins yep. it's almost like mm-hmm. a, a pancake tuesday yep. trove Tuesday kind of thing uh, that that people do in this part of the country versus New Orleans where mm-hmm. they have their epiphany king cakes is that we let New Orleans get all theirs out of the way and then they <laughs> ship the leftovers over here that we have at the end of uh, yeah. the season after epiphany before Lent begins. Yeah. Is that not what you all? Yeah, that, that's very accurate. <laughs> so I didn't even like miss the idea of king cake yeah. or expected it, but I know it will be in stores here. Yes. In, in February, two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, no, well, yeah. When she said that during the prayer yesterday, like, I had no idea that it was a epiphany thing. Like it's always mm-hmm. been a Mardi Gras thing in my yes. life. Yep. Yeah. Same. A conclusion, you know, <laughs> yeah. of the season before Lent, and mm-hmm. and and but king cakes are kind of, I guess, a seasonal thing for this. A season after Epiphany, and mm-hmm. uh, I was just f- really feeling for her because she's going to have to wait four or five weeks. <laughs> yeah. Hear that? Uh, she's going to take a long drive. Yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> and if she does, I hope she takes orders for me. <laughs> yeah, seriously, <laughs> bring a few back. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that closes the door on Advent and Christmas and Epiphany, mm-hmm. and now we're moving into. Uh, it's not technically ordinary time because that yes. doesn't come until yeah the season after yeah, Epiphany, which the, is an odd uh, <laughs> title, but it's it is somewhat of a in between time before yeah. Lent. And, and but for us, we get another in my mind high Sunday of the church because mm-hmm. we're going to celebrate and remember the Lord's baptism mm-hmm. this Sunday, yeah. and we get to do that by both remembering our baptisms mm-hmm. and we're going to have an infant baptism yes. at ten forty five, yes. which I've been warned. Maybe the most interesting, if you don't want to come to church for any other reason, watch me sweat at the 1045 service because I have received warnings from the family, multiple members of the family. This child does not like to be held by anybody but the mother and the father. And so this may be a modified baptismal uh, ritual uh, on, on Sunday, 1045, you know. Hey, this is must-see, folks. That's and right. we will have something for everybody to 
not only have a memorable experience of another baptism, but to try to connect deeper with our own baptisms. Mm -hmm. So be fun. Mm. Yeah, so it should be another great Sunday, another great conversation next week. Well, anybody else got anything? (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for joining us again, friends. Glad you're back. Glad we're back. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.